News. The Trivia Music Show. Of your favorite pop stars. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if it's your first time joining us, we scour the internet and find less known facts about some of the big names, legends, megastars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these icons in music. I'm TJ Reed, and I've got Yun Chi with me. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your old pal, Yun Chi, here again. <laughs> your old pal, that's right. <laughs> so, who you got for us today, man? Right, I've got this musician, and she sings therapeutic ballads. Ooh, okay. Yeah,、wow, so she got my attention already. Yeah, so she's always able to find all kinds of good angles to sing about love.、Mm. Yeah, that's what I call therapeutic ballads. Good angles, huh? Well, that's interesting. I like to. See what you mean by that. Yeah, lo- love can be a beautiful thing, but it also could be an a, ugly、uh, thing, turbulent <laughs> thing too, right? Oh, that's good word, turbulent. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that sounds really good, really exciting. I got somebody that's also exciting, kind of a, a heartthrob slash dance machine, dance really, machine, really electric in the、uh, I guess in the pop culture. So a lot of people know who this guy is, and he's really、okay. popular in the world of music. So、I'm、picturing Michael Jackson. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yunchi classic, guys. All right, so before we get started, of course, I gotta throw out our hold harmless clause here. Everything we find on the show is internet based, so sometimes they can be erroneous. So bear with us on these quote unquote facts. So any inaccuracies, be sure to reach out to us, folks, and we'd love to hear from you. So now that that's out of the way, let's get cracking. Let's get to it. So fact number one, and this is according to MoneyInc.com. Before this artist was even out of diapers, he started dancing, and he hasn't stopped yet. <laughs> so he he was dancing in his mother's womb. <laughs> well, when he was crawling on all fours, when he was a toddler, when he was a baby, he loved dancing. So okay, I thought by before wearing diapers, you meant he was dancing <laughs> as a, like a fetus. Wait, before he was even out of diapers, so when he was still wearing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Now I see where I got confused. Yeah, But yeah. I, I, that makes sense because every fetus or every child, every parents, they would feel when their child started moving a little bit in their mother's body. Sure, sure. Right, and, and a lot of people contest whether or not that's、uh, just movement or dancing. A little bit of dancing, a little bit of fighting, right? Right. So, in a tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey,、uh, this artist let everyone know that. That he's been dancing since he was two years old. When he was little and watching his favorite singing and dancing star, which was Michael Jackson, that inspired him to well, he got he got the groove and started <laughs> dancing. And I I admit myself, I mean, I was trying to moonwalk too, and I was trying to do the,、yeah. the moves like Michael. Everybody, everybody was at that time. Yeah, I guess for the kids, they normally just、uh, imitate whatever they see. And if you see、yeah. somebody is like、uh, moving around the TV, that's right. Just copy the moves from that person. Yeah, exactly.、Um, Um, in addition to also being a talented, successful singer, songwriter, and actor, this guy is also an athlete. 
He has a natural athletic talent, and you can see it in the way that he dances. Uh, since elementary school, he's been an exceptional basketball player, and he was the point guard. He was pretty good. I mean, po- being a point guard, you have to be, you have to have ball handling skills. You got to be fast. You got to be able to uh, not get the ball stolen, right? Okay. These guys are normally not very big and not very strong, but they're fast, and they can get the ball from up and down the yeah, court. Yeah, they're good at handling balls. In fact, okay, he was so great that when he was in sixth grade, he was playing on the 8th grade basketball team. So he's much younger, but he was still able to roll with the uh, the big boys. But on a more traumatic note, this artist also grew up relatively poor with an abusive stepfather. And he claims he was terrified all the time of his stepfather and there was one night in particular that he quote remembers his stepfather making his mom's nosebleed. So and that's he, horrible. Since he was quite young, there wasn't really a lot he could do. He was pretty defenseless there. So and it's I think it's an unfortunate reality in um, in some families. These things happen. And it's strange that sometimes this type of behavior can follow you even as you grow up. For an entire life. Because these traumatic memories from childhood, they can sometimes they can accompany you for mm. a whole life. You might still be scared of certain things that caused your trauma in your childhood. They say a third of people who, and this is according to studies, a third of people who experience trauma or abuse at a young age inflict it on others when they get older. Okay, it's like a, a vicious cycle. It's yeah. like passing down the well, violence. Well, um, I, I guess there's there's probably some studies on that as well in terms mm. of like um, you know passing it into you know your family, but. For individuals in their lifetime, when they've experienced some type of psychological trauma or abuse, sometimes they carry that out on others. And that's something that a lot of people don't really realize. And so sometimes these people will will have these kinds of problems later on. And for this particular artist, it's something that has affected him and his career later on. So, yeah, I won't I won't I won't spend too much time on that. We're going to we're going to move forward. But yes, definitely something that a lot of people remember about this artist is the the abuse. We're going to move on to fact number two. This is according to biography.com. This artist was only 13 years old when a production team who was looking for new talent came across his great vocals. And where did they find him? They found him at a gas station with his dad. Okay. That's where his dad worked. And supposedly they got him to you know, flex his vocal skills and they were impressed. And okay. they tried to recruit him for music after that point. Which is I'm picturing the law enforcement department. They were looking for child labor and <laughs> they found, is there, is there a child singing somewhere in this gas station? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how his vocal range got him discovered in a gas station. Yeah. But, um, yeah, really interesting there. At the ripe age of 15, he auditioned for L.A. Reed's Def Jam. And this is a huge uh, okay. record label company. It's supposed to be about quite big. Yeah. And uh, he was offered a uh, recording contract right then and there. But he declined it. And he did not accept the offer. He went instead with another famous record label called Jive. Records. Okay. So he had, he had some beef with this first uh, studio. <laughs> I'm not sure if there was beef, but it was just maybe they maybe they didn't offer him. I just thinking about the situation, I would imagine that he might have had another offer. Probably the offer is higher. Maybe from the other maybe place. the other offer was uh, a bit better. Maybe the contractual okay. terms were um, you know a bit more agreeable. Okay. So it's a lot simpler than I expected. <laughs> just money, <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. Um, also at 15, he dropped, and for this reason, at 15 he dropped out of high school and he released an album becoming a superstar uh, making obviously tons of money and buying his 
number one fan, his mom, a million dollar house. Wow. Age 15. At age 15. I think that's pretty incredible. And I think in previous episodes, we talked a little bit about artists who had to come up with this decision to leave school. Constantly. Yeah, yeah constantly. All the time. I mean, it's a huge, I think, uh, very few artists that I think we've It covered. almost sounds like it's always a good decision to make. Yeah. But, I mean. Even for us, right? It has me yeah. second guessing my life. Like, maybe I shouldn't have finished school. Maybe I should have went into school. Yeah, but else. I guess the only problem that they turn out well is because they are famous and we're hearing their stories. And those <laughs> who have failed, they don't get a chance to tell their stories. That's right. You got a point there. But yeah, so I guess for all the listeners out there, it's like, Stay in don't school. feel bad. Stay in school. Don't feel bad. If you drop out of school, you yeah, just, don't be ashamed if you haven't dropped out of school. <laughs> it's a smart decision. <laughs> just playing, just kidding, guys. So, anyway, let's move on to fact number three. And this source is from thethings.com. This artist is six foot one, and I'm not exactly sure what that is. In meters, I think that's more, that's supposed to be higher than 180. I think it's like 185-ish, somewhere around here. At least 180, I suppose. Yeah, but according to this article, he's afraid of getting any taller. He fears that if he gets taller, he wouldn't be able to dance as well. Because, you know, his body won't move. I thought guys could never be too tall. (laughs) That's what we say because we're relatively, you know, we're at a height that's pretty standard. Okay. But for this artist, he felt that uh, if he was to be taller, then he wouldn't be able to move the way that, you know, to get the dance. To dance? Right, right. So it's just interesting to hear that these stars have insecurities, you know, and this one's kind of a, to me, it's a little bit awkward because it's like he doesn't want to be taller and most people want to be taller, but this guy wants to, you know, keep us a relatively shorter height. That way he can dance. Yeah, I guess for dancers, it might be a problem because, you know, there were stereotypes that big guys, tall guys, they're sometimes prone to be clumsy. I can see how you would say that. You don't yeah. look you don't look as smooth as some of these other yeah, th- that know, might be smaller, a- shorter guys. Yeah. They have shorter limbs and they can move faster and it just looks better. Yeah. You know? It might be a problem for dancers. <laughs> right. But despite this insecurity in 2007, he was named one of People's Magazine's most beautiful celebrities as well as the sexiest man alive. And this list just keeps growing. I feel like it depends a lot on your success at that time in your life. If you just Mm. starred in a really good movie or you just dropped a really good album, then you're kind of given this sexiest man alive The compliments just like come falling around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that sounds like it's pretty nice. Nice to have that on your portfolio, sexiest man alive. I don't think that's going to help in my portfolio if I'm looking for a job. (laughs) You don't think so? Yeah, maybe if I'm looking for a job of being modeling. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. In the show business. Some of these modeling contracts, if you were going to make like a ton of money from just having this title, that would be amazing. And you could just do that. Pose the sexiest man alive every year and you can make a ton of money. Yeah, I guess it may may be beneficial for him in the show business. Moving on a little bit more about this fact, um, his inspirations, as we talked about earlier, was uh, Michael Jackson. But he's got a few others from back in the day, like Stevie Wonder, Kim Burrell, Usher. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam Cooke, Donny Hathaway, and Teddy Pendergrass. Big names back home for the soul genre and a little bit of dance. I guess they're kind of the idols for every people. (laughs) Mm, 
not everyone. You know, music is a vast, you know, there's so many genres out there. And the stars that, I guess, inspire me may not inspire you and, and vice versa. So Maybe the reason, probably I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that might be. But that's, what this sh- that's another thing that this show yeah. offers, right? We're here to break those barriers down where you can actually listen and hear a little bit about some of these stars from different places and hopefully inspire you regardless of where they're from, right? Yeah, totally. Yes, sir. Touche. But this uh, artist got a phone call from Michael Jackson, which okay. is one of his idols, you know, while he was still alive, and he complimented him on one of his songs. Wow. He must be so humbled when he received that phone call. Definitely a highlight of his life. And a little bit more about this guy. He's an exceptional artist, and he loves to paint. And uh, he uses his music and painting as an outlet to get through confusion. And I, I find this... Ident- confusion. Confusion. What kind of confusion are you talking about? Well, I would imagine that sometimes in life, you know, we get kind of frustrated and we don't understand things. And uh, as a painter, back in the day, I used to paint a lot of things that, you know, I, I was feeling and things that I didn't really understand. But I just was feeling it. So I put it down on, on canvas. And uh, this guy, he paints monsters that he believes are mirror images of the negative views and opinions that people have for him. And I, I'm really interested to see what his work looks like because I'm, I'm just fascinated okay, with Okay, it's monsters. not on the internet. <laughs> it's not? I would imagine it is in different forms. Mm. But um, he paints murals. So this is like, on, I'm sure on certain streets, you could probably see some of his work on some um, some areas. So you're talking about like uh, graffiti? Yeah, graffiti Depending on the walls, art. on the streets? Something like that, yeah. In some places it's legal. I'm sure in some places <laughs> it's illegal, but you know. <laughs> it almost feels like it's, it's in the gray zone everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. seems that way, right? Because right. you, you keep hearing that it's illegal, but you when you everywhere you go, you still, you still see, see it. it everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I guess whatever profits that he earns from his art, he donates it to charity. So that's kind of cool. Okay, that's a nice thing of using that money. Yeah, yeah, of course. Not only does he paint on the side of buildings, he's a big fan of tattoos as well. And that was ever since the age of 13. Today he has over 50 tattoos on his body, and this wow, and this number is continuously increasing. Does he still have a spot on his body for more I tattoos? Think in the near future, he may not even have any 50. area. Everything will be sounds like it's covering up. pretty much every inch of his skin. I think so. He's probably going to be tatted up completely in the near future. I mean, there's artists that are like that. There's a guy named Kid Ink, and he's got his body is completely tatted up, and uh, it's also something that's you know a lot of these artists like to do. And, they think it's cool. And and the only two people I'm thinking about is is David Beckham mm-hmm. and Justin Bieber. <laughs> the only two Western <laughs> celebrities that I know have like tons of tattoos on their right, body. Right, right, right. It's, it's a form of expression. Some people like to express themselves different way. Me personally, I like painting on you know canvas. Some people like to paint on their body. So okay. yeah, different yeah. forms of expression. We're going to move on to fact number four. This is from a really interesting source, Telltales Online. So bear with us if any of these facts are just tales, guys. Uh, but anyway, supposedly this artist has a thing for burgers, so much so that he owns 14 Burger Kings. 14 Burger Kings. 14 Burger Kings. So he's like investing in establishing these branches of Burger King. Pretty much. He's got a few locations, 14 of them in different parts of It reminds uh, the me of LeBron James because he's a big fan of talk. Called Tuesday. Oh, really? <laughs> I have heard of LeBron James. He's he's done this in numerous videos. Really? Shouting Taco Tuesday. 
So does he own like Taco Bells or? Yeah, he... if LeBron James is ever investing in these businesses, I would picture uh, the first、mm. one. It will be tacos.、Yeah. Well, you know, Americans love burgers and and tacos as well. <laughs> so that wouldn't food, be that wouldn't be、yeah. a bad investment. But also, this singer owns a clothing line called Black Pyramid, which includes unique jerseys, bombers, racing jackets, T-shirts, and etc. etc. A lot、okay. of these artists tend to get into fashion because most people、yeah. when they look at their style, they like they want to dress like them, they want to look like them. So why not make some money off of it? I think Kanye is quite famous for having his own fashion yeah, brands yeah. and、Especially、style. Shoes too, right? He's got a,、yeah. a brand of shoes that's pretty cool. The Yeezys, I think they're called. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. And also this guy, he's an actor, as I mentioned before. He starred in a well, a number of films, but he starred in a 2010 film that he also produced, which was a surprise for me.、Um, he acted alongside、uh, Idris Elba and、uh, rapper Ti, Paul Walker, and also Zoe Saldana. Yeah, I'm sure you. Yeah, I know you know who Paul Walker is. He's from、uh, Fast and the Furious. Okay, yeah. He's, he's、uh, the white guy. Didn't recognize the name, but now rings a bell. Yeah, it's a really cool movie.、Um, if you haven't seen it, I suggest you check it out. But yeah, pretty talented actor.、Uh, we're gonna move on to my last fact here, and this is from CapitalExtra.com. This artist is the king of guest features. Outside of his lead artist discography, he's appeared in over a hundred songs as either a guest or a featured artist. And I'm guessing probably around the time that this article was released, I'm sure this number is much more than just a hundred. Grown a lot. I mean, of yeah,、them. he's he's in he's collaborated with a lot of artists, and he makes those songs pretty hot as well. So he's also a pretty brilliant songwriter for a number of musicians, including you know Pitbull, David Guetta, J Lo, and Rihanna.、Oh. So. Ella. Ella, Ella, <laughs> Ella, eh, eh. Yeah. Under my umbrella, right. So that brings me to the end of my facts for this particular artist. So with all the facts that I gave you, so this guy, he's、uh, relatively young. He was born in, I would say, the late '80s. So、okay. Maybe eighty、uh, nine, I think. So he's in his thirties. He's a great dancer. Probably one of the kings of dance these days. I'm also having a hundred percent clear picture in my head right now. <laughs> oh, really? A hundred percent? I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Well, that's that. That's that's better than nothing. So,、uh, if you had to guess a name based off of everything I've shared, what would you say? Yeah, tattoos. Athletic.、Mm-hmm. I was almost gonna guess Davy Beckham, but we're not talking about sports stars <laughs>、right. here. But a child prodigy, right? A dancer、mm-hmm. and tattoos and being born in the 1980s. Right. I don't feel like you're gonna talk about this musician, but I'm gonna go with Justin Bieber. <laughs> You know he's collaborated with Justin Bieber too. Oh, so it's not him. It's actually a really good song. But let's hear what the judges have to say. Just skip that part. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Close but no cigar. The artist that I'm presenting today is none other than the one and only Chris Brown.、Mm. <laughs> Chris Brown, aka C Sizzle, or commonly known as Chris Breezy, is an American rhythm and blues singer, songwriter, actor whose melodic voice and skilled dancing propelled him into fame. His album F A M E. Which became his first number one album on the Billboard 200 chart and won him a Grammy for Best R&B Album, and he's been nominated for 12 others. And 
This guy is a really talented musician and dancer, though his life outside of the mic is a bit tumultuous and he gets a lot of flack for that. He's still a great musician and I got a couple of tracks that I'd like to share from him today. First up, I got Fine China followed by With You. Let's hear it. Say the hearts all over the world tonight. 
hearts all over the world tonight. Set the hearts all over the world tonight. Hey, little mama, ooh, you're a stunner. Hot little figure, yes, you a winner, and I'm so glad to be yours. You're a class, all you're on, man. Ooh, little cutie, when you talk to me, I swear the whole world stops. You're my sweetheart, and I'm so glad that you're mine. You are one of a kind, and you mean me what I mean to you. And together, baby, there is nothing we won't do. Cause if I got you, I don't need money, I don't need cars. Girl, you're my own. And oh, I'm into you, and girl, no one else would do. Cause with every kiss and every hug, you make me fall in love. And now I know I can't be the only one. I bet his heart's all over the world tonight with the love of their life. Who What I feel when I'm with you, with you, with you, with you, with you, girl. With you, with you, with you, with you, with you. Oh, girl, I don't want nobody else. Without you, there's no one left. And you're like Jordans on Saturday. I gotta have you and I cannot wait now Hey, little shorty, say you care for me You know I care for you You know that I'll be true You know that I won't lie You know that I will try to be your everything yeah. Cause if I got you, I don't need money I don't need cars, girl, you're my all Yeah
I'm recording with you, TJ. <laughs> to be honest, I Chris Brown has been pretty much just a name for to me. Really? Yeah, I've heard about his name, but I haven't really heard much about his music. But、mm-hmm. yeah, after hearing two songs from him, I quite like his voice. Yeah, he's got great music. He's definitely one of the hottest stars that are performing to this day. But as I mentioned before, his background of abuse has taken form in other areas of his life, and、uh, this artist actually was dating Rihanna for quite a few years.、Oh, okay, and unfortunately, that relationship ended because of abuse or violence. So yeah, that relationship didn't work out. But I guess the two stars are still friends. But it's just unfortunate how this type of situation can really take a hold of you, and it, and his career has kind of suffered from that as well. But anyway, on a more lighthearted note, Yunji, <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us today? Yeah, after such a serious story, <laughs> sounds like it's the time to to have some lighthearted music. So as I've as I've mentioned, this musician she sings quite therapeutic ballads,、mm-hmm. and because for I think the problem for a lot of ballads is that this genre can sometimes be easily reduced to tacky. Okay, tacky.、Mm. Yeah, I can give you an example, like a, quite an infamously tacky Chinese song. It sings about like your body carries the scent of her perfume. It's the crime conducted. Wait, your body by... carries the scent of her perfume. So he's talking about another woman.、Yeah. Yes, and、uh, oh wow, that's、so、not gonna, that's singing, not going to go over well at all. <laughs> that's the start of a fight. <laughs> yeah, and、uh, she's saying it's the crime conducted by my nose. I shouldn't have smelled her beauty. I should wipe everything off and sleep with you.、And、oh wow!、Yeah, that was a very infamously tacky <laughs> Chinese ballad song for a very long time. I think it was like ten years ago. Okay, wow. Have、yeah. we covered this artist yet? No. <laughs> so she. That was the opposite example. Okay.、Mm. So this musician today, she's able to find,、uh, as I put it, many good angles of singing about love that are not cliche. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm I'm super interested. I like the therapeutic element. So sounds、I'm、like you have a lot of wounds in your life. Of course, we all do. We all do. <laughs> let's heal it. Yes, sir. Let's, let's do it. it. So let's start with fact number one. All right. This musician started her music career at the age of nineteen. She was noticed by a band from a music show, and then later this band invited her to be their lead singer. Okay. So this band was mostly doing cover songs from American singers. Songwriters like Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow, all right, Alanis Morissette, Alanis Morissette, Tori、yeah. Amos, Tori, yep, yep, yep. Wow, you know all these、I、three. I know all of them. I、yep. actually don't know them. <laughs> It's just a fact I found from online. Yep, yep. We'll be sure to discuss them on later episodes for sure. So they are quite famous singer songwriters. Yes, yes. Okay, producing their own music. But by that time, even though she was doing so, she it's like she was admiring these singer songwriters. But she was very content with just doing cover songs from、mm. from them and just using music to make some pocket money. Sure. Yeah, but just until one time, she was suggesting her band to recompose one song to make it more fun. But the keyboardist told her to shut up because he thought he told her to shut up. Yes,、mm. because this keyboardist thought she had zero clue about music. Oh wow! I guess she was looking down on her because she. Well, he recruited her,、to. right? So he probably recruited her to just be a voice, a,、uh, yeah. a face, a pretty voice. Yes,、yeah, the lead singer, right? Right. So she's probably good looking, and it was just like, just shut up and sing. Right. right. Okay. Wow. That, that that can a little bit insulting. That can rub some people <laughs> the wrong way for sure. Yes. 
and she felt really embarrassed and, and hurt from that incident. And、mm. the second day, she went straight to a music shop to buy her very first guitar and started learning guitar. Wow, I wonder if she quit that band after that guy said that, or if she she hung around for a while. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess she maybe stuck around for a little bit. Yeah, but I've seen her play guitar on TikTok these days. She's pretty good at it now. Okay. Yeah, so it's funny that how normally people who love you, who support you, they offer you okayish encouragement. And people who belittle you, people who look down on you, they would offer the tremendous, strongest motivation to become bigger and stronger. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because yeah, you're right. People who encourage you and praise you, like your family and your friends. Yeah, your partner. It's like you you take that for granted. Like okay, yeah, you're supposed to say that because you're my mom and you're my you know my best friend. But it's sometimes it's people who the enemies. Yeah, the people who make are, you stronger. <laughs> they say this. What doesn't kill you make you stronger. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, that just came into my There's head. So much passion in that, Yunchi. I think you should.、Yeah. I think you should definitely sing that a little bit more. Sounds like I'm relating to that, but <laughs> well, I haven't really been seriously hurt in my life yet. So,、oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. Okay, and now let's move on to the next fact. In 2005, this musician, she was feeling her label company's strategy for her was deviating from her own vision to herself because,、sure. yeah, because she、common. wanted to be a singer-songwriter,、mm -hmm. but that ability wasn't really appreciated by the company. Okay, and she was feeling a little bit lost and unhappy, so she decided to take a spiritual trip to. So speaking of a spiritual trip,、mm -hmm. which place would come into Your mind the first. Oh man, there's lots of places depending on the spiritual, depending on your spirituality. India, India. Okay,、oh, no surprise. Okay, yeah. Actually, during the trip to India, this place was called Mysore or Mysuru, and she was learning Ashtanga yoga and exploring herself. Okay, yoga. Yeah. And after the trip, she made a decision that if she wants to move further down the music path, she、mm. needs to stick with her initial aspiration to be a singer-songwriter. Sure. Rather than just seeing the music that other people wrote, that's ideal. But when you're on a record label, you don't really have that choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean? that's right. That's why she actually next year that was the time for her contract to、uh, to end with this company,、mm. and then she started her own studio. Okay, did they drop her or did she actually、uh, just wait for the contract to end? Yeah, I think it's a friendly breakup. So、okay. that was this happened to be the time for the contract to expire. Do you know which company that she was with? I'm just trying to draw a clearer picture because I, I feel like there's someone in my mind and I'm not sure exactly. I think later she signed up with Warner's. Warner. Okay, so then this one was probably Universal that dropped her. Yeah, but this one was like a further, further earlier. So that was, I think, this con this company that she broke up with ju was just a small label. Okay. And now let's move on to the next fact, and this is according to Golden Melody Awards, which is the biggest award ceremony in the Mandarin music world. All right. Quick question about this artist, because、um, again, I'm 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 all I'm in this to win this, you know. So、um, <laughs> where is really, <laughs>、uh, really ambitious today? Where is this artist from? Which part of the world? Interesting, you ask. I'm I'm gonna save that for. Or, uh, how about the fourth? Okay. The next, next okay. All right.、That's、Sounds fair, like Teacher has、enough. a clue today. Fair enough. All right. Surprisingly, so for five years between 2008 and 2012, her three albums were nominated for. 
tons of awards from Golden Melody Awards, including Best Producer, Best Composer, Best Female Singer, and Best Mandarin Album. This Golden Melody Awards, they like to give these stars the whole lineup of Best, Best, Best. Because I feel like we talked about another artist where they won、Which、all、one? of these awards. Maybe <laughs> it was Jackie Chung, I think, and like、uh, yeah, this, probably because yeah, both these two are like pretty big stars in the Mandarin can- Cantonese、uh, music world. Okay, all right. Yeah, and there was quite a touching story about the third album among these three. So for a long time, her music has been predominantly sentimental ballads,、mm-hmm. like most other Chinese musicians. Okay. And but she always wanted to produce something that's more upbeat, that's more positive. Well, that's what that trip to India was about, right? Doing something that's more representative of herself, right? Yeah,、so. I could see that. Yeah. And during the time she was producing the third album, her father passed away,、mm. and she actually channeled her sorrow into producing a very positive and inspirational album. And this album got her nominated for seven awards and also made her the first singer in. The history of Mandarin to perform a hat trick. Do you know what, what a hat trick is? A what? It's, a, a, it's a, a term from like football when you score three goals in one game. Oh no! I I was thinking like a magic, like you pulling a rabbit out of the hat <laughs> or something like that. I was like a hat yeah, trick. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a term from football, like proper, not the American football, like proper football. Oh, okay,、yeah. that's why I don't know it. Okay, got yes. It. <laughs> And by this hat trick, so she was the first female singer in the history to win Best Female Singer Award for three times. Okay, three years in a row. Huh? Awesome. In total, three times. Okay. okay. Yes. Got it. Okay. The next fact is according to Wikipedia.、Mm. So for someone who has constantly won awards in Best Mandarin Album, she actually didn't know much Mandarin very well during the early years、oh, wow. of writing music.、Okay. So she used to create most lyrics in English and then invite some other people to write the Chinese part of the lyrics. So she doesn't know Mandarin. So I'm wondering now. I'm more curious about where she. She could either be from Hong Kong. Or yes. So this musician is from Singapore. Singapore. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Mandarin is one of the official languages there, but not everybody speaks it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just something just kind of sparked in my brain just now. But okay. <laughs> Interesting. Let's move on to the next one. In 2021, so very recent,、mm-hmm. the former French first lady Carla Bruni,、mm-hmm. the wife of Nicolas Sarkozy, she collaborated with this musician in doing a Mandarin song together. Hmm. And、uh, Mr. So、no. wow, she could sing in Mandarin, or I mean, was she saying like one word, or was she actually singing? I think she was. She was singing, but I think there were some techniques to help her. Just to pronounce, writing the Chinese letters in some alphabets, phonetics. Oh, the, pin, pinyin. Yeah, or the pin the pinyin version or the English version, the alphabet version. Right, pinyin, right. So、yeah. you can read it in English, and it makes、yeah. sense. That's that's pretty much what I use. <laughs> <laughs> And this first lady, she posted the song photographs on her Instagram, saying, "Thank you for inviting me to do this song. It was great fun learning some words in Chinese. Smiley face and heart." <laughs> That's got to be pretty cool. I mean, depending. I mean, because she is who she is, she can sing with a huge star and have her 
lines put into a song. A different language. Yeah. Do you know language. any Chinese music so far? Uh, songs. I know the moon represents my heart, but I can't. Okay. I can't sing it. I can see the melody is running around your head right yeah, now. Yeah, rolling around somewhere there. Yeah, and I've seen one Western star singing Mandarin before. It's、uh, Hugh Jackman when he was on the show with、mm. uh, Conan O'Brien,、mm. who was on TV by that time. Of course, he's doing a podcast right now. Yeah, and by that time,、uh, Hugh Jackman was sing was singing with. Conan O'Brien, the Chinese song, the Mandarin song, "Give Me a Kiss." Give me a kiss. Oh,、okay. so it sounds like a "Give Me a Kiss." He pronounced the one into a bowl, so it's like "Give me a bowl" instead of "Give me a kiss." Okay, so he changed the word. <laughs> it's because of his、uh, he wasn't pronouncing the Chinese words correctly enough. Oh, so he was singing to Conan to give him a kiss, <laughs> or maybe a bowl. <laughs> I don't know what he. Wants. Okay. Okay. And now we're at the very last fact for this musician. All right. As earlier, I was introducing that she always finds the best angles of singing about love. And、uh, mm -hmm. right now, I'm gonna offer you three songs that reflect that sentiment. Okay. The first one is called. The first song is named Projectile. <laughs> projectile. <laughs> projectile. <laughs> projectile. What? Can you ever? Yeah, that's the. That's it. Can you ever imagine that name being used for a song?、Uh, no, I I think about a missile. I think <laughs>、right. about vomit, <laughs> projectile vomit. <laughs> yes, and this song actually sings about the trajectory of the relationship. At、uh, the first few years, is going up.、Mm. It's like when you're throwing something, it's going up for the first few years, and then it's gonna fall down,、mm -hmm. go down eventually. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so that's a good angle for love, right? It kind of it kind of depicts most of the relationships out there, isn't it? Yeah, it seems like it's a little bit real. I mean, I wouldn't say that it's it reflects the good angle. It to me, it's it's a very realistic、mm. depiction of what love is. Almost sounds like you hate your ex so much you're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> And the second song is called Darwin. Darwin, huh? Theory of evolution. Yep. So it's like we were bad lovers at the first place,、mm. and we're gonna evolve to better lovers and taking care of each other. That's a really interesting title,、mm, right? Because、yeah, Darwin's theory is a theory by you know a lot of people's <laughs> questioning that.、Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and things can evolve in two different ways, right? They can evolve in positive ways bad, and negative ways. Yeah, like trajectory, like up and down. <laughs> right. And the third song is amphibian. Oh,、uh, amphibian. Right. Wow, that doesn't sound good at all. That's、and、almost like you're insulting somebody, calling them a creature, <laughs> a creature, not, not just an animal, a creature, <laughs> yeah, a so, cold-blooded creature. Yes, amphibians are creatures that live both on land and in the water,、mm -hmm. and、uh, so this song is about almost a criticism to people who are in a relationship, but they also want the freedom of being single.、Mm, interesting. Interesting. Cold. So people like lizards and and frogs and these kinds of people. Yeah, I guess you can call your、uh, partner a lizard. <laughs> That's gonna help your relationship. 
But yeah, these angles are quite interesting to use on the relationship. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I for me, it's a little bit difficult to draw a、um, a comparison or a relation because to me, it's very different. I think projectile could be a little bit closer, but it depends, you know,、mm. because projectile seems like it's something that's really abrupt and goes up really quickly, and then goes、but、down. What comes、really、up? What comes up must come down. So I guess there are the linguistic differences here as well because、mm. something. Some words that rhyme in Chinese, they don't. They are probably not going to rhyme in English as well. Right, or there's probably different meanings with the for the words too, right? Yeah, or the feelings that the words bring up to you,、mm, different languages. I see. Right, and that's and now we have reached the end of facts, and I think by this time all her fans will already know who this person is because these names are pretty obvious for this musician. Well, really? Okay. Yes. All right. Well,、uh, so, interesting angles there. I also happened to be part of another music program before this one, and we had to play a lot of different musicians. And there was one musician that stood out to me, at least when you were going over this information. And I think the biggest clue for me was that the fact that you said that she was from Singapore.、Mm. And、um, good luck when I, I bring up another Singaporean <laughs> musician next time. <laughs> right, but I only know one, and、uh, I mean, and all the background that you shared makes me think.、Uh, Of an artist named, I think it's、uh, Chua Tanya Chua. Tanya Chua. Right, right. Because you mentioned her beginnings, where her band member told her that you know to just shut up and sing, and then after that she kind of you know took music into her own hands. And I remember that story from somewhere. So. Mm. And I know that she's probably the, one of the hottest Singaporean singers there that I, you know, that I've heard of. So I'm gonna roll with that for this one. Sounds good. So what do the judges say here? Congratulations, TJ. <laughs> so the singer is Singaporean singer-songwriter Tanya Chua, or in Mandarin, Tai Jianya.、Mm. So she's a three-time winner for the best female singer at the Golden Melody Awards. I actually started playing guitar with some of her songs because most of her music are slow.、Mm. It's easy to play and also very sentimental. <laughs> Which is、yeah. in the blood of Chinese people, being <laughs> sentimental. Well, you mentioned that she also played, or she was inspired by Alanis Morissette and you said Cheryl Crow, right? And、um, yeah, these female artists had really good music back in、uh, the '90s,、mm. and、uh, any and Cheryl Crow even you know earlier than that. So yeah, if that was some of her influences, I'm sure I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing her kind of music. Right. So the songs I got for you today, the first one is Projectile. Oh my god, Pao <laughs> Wuxian, which happens to be—I mean, as funny as the name sounds—is quite a therapeutic and、uh, sentimental song. So、okay, all right. I guess you could prepare some tissues when you're listening to this music. Okay, and that will be followed by Speaking of Love, 说到爱 Which is the song that helped her to to perform the hat trick? The hat trick. All right, got it. I'm glad you explained what that actually means earlier. <laughs> well, before、Welcome. we get to those tracks, Yunchi, we're gonna go ahead and end this episode. For all of you joining us today, thank you so much for checking us out on Pop Muse. And be sure to join us next time for another trivia of a huge icon in music. And if you've got any suggestions for us, be sure to reach out to us and let us know how we're doing on the show. Or if you have a star that you'd like to suggest. Send us a shout out. I'm TJ Reed, and it's your pal Yunchi. We'll see you next time for sure. Yes, yeah. Peace.
却是说我这样说，我不在乎结果。我对你说，我有把握，成功例子好多。人们虚假又造作。就不会有差错。我没想过我会难过，你竟然离开我。爱演着怕无限，离幸福总降落的差一点。流着血，心跳却不曾被心痛消灭。真真切切，青春的怕无限，把未来是与相遇的地点，至高后才了解。世上越远越绝，只是错觉。真的。
，只是错觉。至高后才了解，世上越远越缺，只是错觉。